Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Traction. It's in a community that suffered over the years, that has seen a lot of people leaving it. It survives throughout. And they don't modernize. I mean, it's the bright star that I went to 30 years ago. First Greek Orthodox Church opened in 1906, a year before the Bright Star. Father Paul Kostopoulos, current Dean of Holy Trinity and Holy Cross, grew up like Jimmy and Nikki in his father's restaurant. The restaurant was open 16, 17 hours a day, and he was there most of those hours that the restaurant was open. And uh, in 1970, he went back to Greece. It was the first time he had gone back in about uh, uh, 45 years. And so when he came back, I said, Dad, would you consider moving back there? He says, what would I do there? This is my country. I have my business here. I have my family here. This is where I belong. The Greeks immigrated after the Civil War to find work in a city of steel mills and iron mills that became known as the Pittsburgh of the South. Slice Furnace opened in 1882. The great influx of Greeks came to the United States between 1880 and 1920, and there were over 320,000 of them who had come. They had come primarily for the purpose of engaging in work that many of uh, our white Anglo-Saxon uh, Protestant brothers and sisters were not interested in doing. People voluntarily leave their home country and they come to our country, they come with the entrepreneur spirit. They come wanting to establish themselves. They come wanting to build and make something of themselves. It's about passing it on to the next generation, the next legacy. And so this, this is rich. It's rich in culture, it's rich in history, but it's rich in legacy as well, not just food. This is way bigger than food. Greek immigrants helped build Birmingham until they weren't wanted. The politics of a nation shift back and forth. During the early 1900s, for complex reasons, America became overwhelmingly insular. Government tried to halt Greeks and other immigrants from arriving. During the Calvin Coolidge administration, uh, an immigration law was enacted which favored persons primarily from Western and Northern uh, Europe. The influx of Greeks from 1925 until 1965 almost came to a standstill. I guess it was felt that we didn't have the skills that were needed that could benefit our country. Big American moments came into focus in Birmingham. The fall of industry and the decline of the middle class. The rise of intolerance and the counterpunch of activism and the ongoing struggle to knit our nation back together. For most of my career here, which has been a lot longer than I'd like to admit, Birmingham has had a real inferiority complex. I mean, it was, you know, in the 1950s, Birmingham and Atlanta were essentially the same size. Birmingham had so many bombings, they called it Bombingham, and it, Atlanta had this motto that said, you know, we're the city that's too busy to hate. You know, and Birmingham wasn't quite that busy. Father Paul says most of his congregants are second or third or fourth generation. Now assimilated, many care more about Auburn and Alabama than what's happening across the Atlantic and Aegean. Jimmy is now 80 and Nikki is 73. Neither had kids. They had this restaurant instead. It was good, Jimmy. You got plenty of coffee? Yeah. You want a little more? Yeah, it'd be good. Waitresses deliver pie, peanut butter, and lemon icebox, and coconut meringue. Regulars file into a warren of dining rooms beneath all murals of life on the other side of the Atlantic. Spend enough time at the Bright Star and the whole state passes through. So far, so good. Yeah. 
including the most beloved regular of all, the bear, who ate flounder and drank whiskey at a table in the back right corner. His booth is now preserved as a museum and a place for fans to commune. I was very honored and pleasure to sit down time and time again to talk to Coach Bryant. And I said, Coach, Coach Bryant, well, how do you do it? He said, don't let anybody outwork you. And I love this statement. He told me, if it's easy, you don't want it. Jimmy's memory now slips, but he still remembers how to work. And when all memory of his past is gone, that knowledge will remain, burned into a place age and time can't touch. Thank you. On Iron Bowl game days, waitresses swap their black and white uniforms for the orange and blue of Auburn and the crimson and white of Alabama. For more than a century, Bright Star has been the kind of place where families mark the passage of time. Singer Paul Janeway, Hall and St. Paul and the Broken Bones, celebrated childhood birthdays at the Bright Star. Your 24-hour connection to all things sports. 103.7 The Buzz. Can you believe that shot? Um, yeah, I was the day he died. Is the day that my mom officially found out she was having me. Not wild. So she said she went to the doctor's office and like people were crying and upset. And she went in there and she found out she was having me for officially. Tell me about your relationship to this restaurant, your family's relationship to this restaurant. Well, my mom's side of the family worked at U.S. Steel most of their life. And when my grandfather retired, he had his retirement here. When all these people had these retirements, they, they you know, this is, this is where they came. So it's, uh, to me, it's like I've, I eat here probably once a month. They don't know that. They probably will now. <laughs> but, but it's nice. I suspect they don't care. They don't care. That's the beauty. They do not care. I've only gotten the Bear Bryant room twice. Twice. I'm named after the guy. How's that work? The Bright Star, it's an amazing place. I mean, where else do you eat snapper throats? I mean, what's a snapper throat? Tell me that. It's a cut of fish, says Andreas, and it's a symbol of frugality. You know, there were Greek immigrants working hard trying to save money, and they weren't going to throw that away. That was going to be their dinner. You know, they were going to sell the fillets to their customers, and they were going to eat that for their dinner. And then they discovered, well, let's try to put this on the menu and see what happens. You can't just get a knife and take the throat off. There's a big bone in there that you got to break. Now, are, are we talking about something that's literally right here? On the yeah, it's the actual throat of the fish right here. Are you over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days? I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. Call now for this free book on maximizing your income in retirement. Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers from leading financial firm J.D. Melberg. That's right, free. This book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we're about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known truths we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity, and it's free. Call 800-362-0647. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report. We researched numerous products and summarized rates and benefits of annuities, all from Silac Insurance Company. Call 800-362-0647. That's 800-362-0647. Call now. Welcome back to True South, brought to you with limited commercial interruption by Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Prospome, dinami, Order mercy, order mercy. 
Tim Hans has had a blasphemous idea. Reinvigorate the Greek restaurant tradition here using local southern ingredients. Tim Hansen's and Johnny's, that restaurant is opened in 2012, and he pays homage to his past and his Greek forebears, but he's also doing something modern. You know, it's like changing the color of the helmets on the Alabama football team. These are things you don't mess with, collard greens and grits and those sorts of things, and he did it. He captured lightning in a bottle, and all of a sudden, you know, right immediately after opening, he was a phenomenon. You know, I get some crap from the yayas, the old Greek women, like, it's good, Timotheus, Timotheus, you know, they always say, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's okay, but it's not like the Hodio. the Hodio is the village. I love my restaurant, I love my employees, they may not believe that sometimes, but they, I, and I love my customers, and they're the reason that I'm there. Making people happy through food, it's what drives me. Tim cooks field peas with bay leaves harvested from backyard trees. He flavors kefteres with thyme and oregano, sumac and mint. Tim stews collards with toasted fennel seeds. His chicken souvlaki gets a drizzle of lemon tahini butter. His meatloaf recipe calls for 32 ingredients. His food is new, but his motivations for cooking are very old. You did give the meatloaf the extra 10 minutes, right? Is that yes? Tim's a craftsman, and like many craftsmen, he finds peace and meaning in rituals. Tim is a very devout uh, Greek Orthodox Christian. He's supportive of his church, gives of his time, talent, and treasure. And he's well respected uh, by, by the community. And so your introduction to the Greek community through him uh, wasn't accidental. Tim's kitchen is rich with hidden meaning. He borrowed the china from Nicky's West, owned by his cousins across town. It's a key pattern circling that bowl is called Athena. It's also his daughter's His grandfather, Johnny Hansis, opened a restaurant in Jackson, Mississippi in 1954. And he called it Johnny's. I mean, everything is an homage to him. I wanted to make him proud and um, wish he was here to see that. When I look at the walls in your place, it's almost like you're trying to introduce me to him. You know, I mean, the, all the iconography you use, the name. I sometimes want people to be in a time warp to go back to that era and to have that, that really good comfort food, but I also want to, you know, take it to another level and raise the bar and give it a facelift. And, and you know, they say about my grandfather that he was way ahead of his time, but he let time pass him because he was so hard-headed. And he would not change. But I'm going to tell you, John T., I remember walking in that restaurant and that lobster tank there, man. And that was the only, I mean, Jackson, Mississippi had never seen anything like that before. Man, think about your food here. You look closely, you taste closely, and you, you taste grease in that food. Um, I thought you meant grease. I was like, well, <laughs> you find grease in my food? Because I don't cook with ham hocks or bacon fat. Or, I was like, damn. <laughs> Tim lives for his restaurant and for the daily grind of getting it right. In the six years since he opened, Tim has taken six days off. He's a caricature of the Greek worker, bursting to life each day at lunch. Watching Cap chicken pot pies with pastry, putting hours into a dish that will be gone in six bites. Tim in his kitchen, praying to himself in a language he learned as an adult. I wonder what drives him to perfect something as mundane as lunch. His work seems a business. Up close, it feels very personal, almost desperate. I had written off my culture, I'd written off my church, I'd written off everyone. I didn't I was very rebellious. I didn't I didn't want to have anything to do with them. 
One generation's attempt to keep a culture alive often becomes the thing that finally kills it. Tim Hans has cooked under Danish chefs and French chefs, working to leave Papool and Greece behind to become a new American chef like the men he admired. I don't know why I wanted to, to get away from it so much. Maybe it was just, you know, because that's all it was. It's a kid, you know, church, altar boy, this, that, you know, Greek, Greek, just shoved down your throat. I hit a brick wall and, and I, I just said, there's a void here. I needed something else in my life. I fall short every single day with my mouth and, and my PBR and my whiskey and my... <laughs> I, I needed Cristulli in my life. I needed something different. Yeah, it just hit me one day, and, and I uh, I walked back into the church, and I, I stared at the iconography, and, and, and I, I said, yeah. Was it? And so then it just, all that just came full circle. You know, it was just like a tidal wave of, okay, that, that I just entrenched myself in it. And that's when I went really hard trying to learn, like, I'm going to make the best group I'm going to take the foundation of what my mother has taught me, that Papul taught her. I wanted to show that that food just could be something that was totally different. His ancestors came from Greece, cooked American food. And now he's come all the way back around. We are forever circling. His people are Alabamians and Americans and Greek Americans. But most of all, they're their own tribe, born of the villages of the old country and the smokestacks and kitchens of the new. I had run my time, figuratively and physically. I had run from my culture and run from my past. And when I walked into the nave, it was just like, just this weight came off me and um, emotional. One of the essential human needs, just as important as food and shelter, is the need to belong to someone, something, some place. We're a nation of assimilated people who found something but lost something too. Something we were born trying to find. Bright Star was founded by Greeks who longed to be Americans. And Johnny's was founded by an American who longed to be Greek. See those images? They're windows to heaven. When I have my moments of screaming and yelling and throwing plates, I go into the church, you can, you know, it's a very peaceful place. I have a lot of work to do, still. <laughs> a lot. A lot. You don't know who I am. You can push through anything as long as you believe. Our family calls Alex the Phoenix. He always rises from the ash. Paterno never faced any charges, but he didn't escape judgment. Who has like a career-defining moment at 37? The whole country is watching, and the world is watching. season about super team expectations. The New York Liberty have looked really good. Contenders leveling up. I'm excited. Keep sleeping on this. She's got the clash of clouds. She's got confidence. 
and a shiny new rookie flag. Austin flips inside, lays it in. The WNBA. All she wants to do is show out. We're all about the storm and liberty. Saturday at 2 on ESPN. You're watching True South, presented by Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Every place tells a story about itself. Steel mill workers and Greek cooks once fueled Birmingham. Though the furnaces here went cold, the Greek kitchen still blazed. It's only been in the last five or six years that really that Birmingham has seen this sort of rebirth. And I attribute that to people who are young who don't know that they can't do things. So, I mean, I think this attitude has sort of shifted from Birmingham as the city of perpetual promise and failure to Birmingham has a lot of things to be proud of, and a lot of that is food. Birmingham was, Birmingham is, and Birmingham will be. The city knows its problems and its history and gets prickly when outsiders trash talk. We say at every show, we are St. Paul and the Broken Bones from Birmingham, Alabama. I have said that the first time we played, and I say it every time we play. It's uh, something that we wear on our sleeve, which, uh, you know, it's like, I can talk bad about Alabama, but if other people talk bad about Alabama, I'm like, it's like somebody talking bad about your sister or something. You can talk bad about her, but someone else, you're like, no, 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 hang on. It ain't quite like that. The food at the Bright Star was a prayer for a new world. And the food at Johnny's is a reach back into that past to retrieve some of what was lost along the way. Both taste of a search for home here in Birmingham, Alabama. Flawed and beautiful and rising. The hardest working city in the South. Gone's Alice shores. Now it's the final resting place of the biggest and fiercest war-making vessels ever conceived. 
This inlet off the Gulf of Mexico does not reveal its secrets until you learn to see it from the water. Unless you come to know that on Mobile Bay, the past and future forever recycle. It's a town, a memory, a promise made and broken, and most of all, a harbor. True South is presented by Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. This is Pirate's Cove. Hamburger joint, seller of t-shirts and hats, day drinking cathedral, dock for play toy boats, home base of lost souls, and off the leash playground for these dogs. Each morning they stroll in, their owners follow. These dogs look like strays, they aren't. But these people are their own kind of strays. They've wandered off, gone into hiding, if only for a morning, to this waterfront dive that doesn't judge. We got to this bar at sunrise to wait like junkies on the 8 a.m. open, which in my head makes this a breakfast episode. Get here early before the bar fills up and the frozen drink machine reservoir goes down and ride the crest of a day drunk all the way to sundown. Consuming these cocktails is, on this glorious day, my job. Right now, on a super pretty day, we would start having rental boats come in. And by 12, there are probably 200 people here. And by 2, there are probably anywhere from 500 to 1,000 people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. May we have some more Patron? Yeah, can we? Yeah. yeah. Sure can. The owners and bartenders fully support your right to successfully waste this day. Bye-bye. They know your kind. They live to serve your kind. Mm. It makes me happy. When they go down that good day. Yeah. That's the beginning of the nighttime in the daytime. Well, someone that's been here all day long... Um, they're all very nice and bubbly and happy in the morning, and as the sun cooks them and they've eaten and drank too much, and they start getting a little tipsy, literally tipsy. Yeah, they're like misty. They yeah, they're, they're swaying. They get a little worn out. It's, a generous, it, 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 it's usually really they're, they're tired right. is what it is. Most of those people are just plain tired, and they need to go home and go to bed. This is a bushwhacker. They are lethal. You don't want to know how many calories are in this thing, but the two main ingredients are ice cream and rum. On wild days, they can serve as many as 3,000. All these bushwhackers can leave a man wobbly on his feet in the need of a burger to sponge up that rum. Burgers, of course, need secret sauce. It's delicious, like a remoulade that went on a martini bender. Tabasco, mustard, relish, ketchup, and horseradish mixed with gin and vermouth. Like a drunk cook hit out in the kitchen at 2 in the morning and came back with something genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Judging by the buckets of the stuff they mix up, people around here must rub it on instead of copper tone. <laughs> Because <laughs> it sounds like it sounds that. crazy. Yeah. yeah. But it works. It works. Beautiful. Paul and Carl's grandparents moved from Chicago in 1956, and three generations now have made this oasis run as a restaurant, then as a bar, and now as an antidote to the suburban sprawl that's infected so much of the Alabama coast. 
What does it take to be a beach bartender? Because that's a special species of person. I'm the wrong person to ask that. Because you've never... I am the world's worst bartender. <laughs> Absolutely, hands down, the world's worst. Well, that makes you qualified to hire a good bartender. <laughs> well, I guess just the total opposite of me would be, yeah. Yeah, that would be it. Rolling up, boys! People like you are the captain of the ship at the prow, and all the children are following in. Why? Um, I don't know why. It's part of my. It's part of me. It's part of like I'm part of this family. Yeah. You know, by love, but still part of this family. Yeah. And so, yeah, when the people leave here, I want them to be like, oh my God, that place is cool, and that chick was awesome. So then maybe they want to come back. You wanted to come back when you met me, didn't you? I did. I know. Beach bars like this one are endangered species around Mobile Bay. Hammered season after season by tropical storms. Walloped again and again by hurricanes. Stare at the before and after pictures. You come to respect the gonzo vision of the men who keep rebuilding this place. In spite of the odds, knowing that ruin is just another cat four away. This feels like a place that's always fighting the elements. Um, and that bar has hung on. It has. It's been lots of hard fighting over a long period of time. Right. But you're also thinking for the future, because, like, what's going to sustain and, like, the size of those pillars? Like, this yes. place is built, like, this table. This is not going anywhere. No. Unless a really big storm. A really big storm comes and fixes things for us. Right. Yeah. An existential threat now bears down on this bar and all beach bars. Wall Street money and the uncanny talent of developers to take something singular and make it twice as big and a tenth as soulful. One day an offer will come that not even the most devoted of sons can refuse. And the new condo owners won't ever know about a Marine who dared the water to just try and wash him away. Tell me about your father. Whenever there was a problem, he was the person that got called because he was a marine and larger than life and uh, he was a force recon marine which is even crazier he got colon cancer shortly after i graduated from college yeah. and to keep things running i put my job on hold and well life intervened yeah brother answered the same charge as their old man, taking on the burden of family until it's time to pass it on. This is how human beings refuse to surrender. It's how they remain always faithful, which in Latin is semper fi. True South is presented by Yellowwood brand, Pressure Treated Pine. When everything hurts, but you've got to carry on. Your body needs the fast, warming relief of Tidal Roll-On. I got immediate relief, and it lasts. Within a few minutes, I was able to start feeling the effects of it. The powerful Tidal formulation that features plant-powered ingredients and lidocaine was developed to help world-class athletes with their pain, soreness, and full-body recovery. It dries fast and lasts. I really like the Tidal Roll-On because it has a six-point massage applicator that helps loosen up the joints and muscles by providing this heat therapy. And that increases blood flow for maximum pain relief. With the activities that I do with my son, it's definitely a must-carry. It smells really nice and absorbs quickly, and I can just go about my day. Tidal Massaging Heat Therapy Roll-On. Available at Target. Visit Tidal.com for locations and a full line of Tidal products. Are you over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days? I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. Call now for this free book on maximizing your income in retirement. Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers from leading financial firm J.D. Melberg. That's right, free. This book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we're about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known truths we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity, and it's free. 
Call 800-362-0647. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report. We researched numerous products and summarized rates and benefits of annuities, all from Silac Insurance Company. Call 800-362-0647. That's 800-362-0647. Call now. True South is presented by Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. If it doesn't have this yellow tag, you don't want it. is 32 miles long and a little more than 23 miles across at its widest point. Scientists consider it one of the most biologically diverse places on the planet. The average depth is only 10 feet, except for the man-made 75-foot deep chipping channel. Nature under the surface and man rolling across the top of it. That's a perfect metaphor for the tensions that have defined this place. Here, then, is a brief history of Mobile Bay, told through three boats, the vessels that connect these two worlds. They are, one, the Clotilda, the last slave ship to arrive in the United States. Two, the USS Alabama, a marvel of the 20th century America that remade the world in its image. And three, not one ship, but a fleet of them, piloted by mostly Vietnamese expat fishermen, gliding out as we speak into the brackish commercial waters off the coast of Alabama. If you go back historically, Mobile's uh, entire existence is defined by these rivers and the bay. Life in Mobile has always revolved around the port. Ben Rains is an author and an explorer, searching for meaning as much as any artifact. Downtown Mobile is all industrial. There are chemical plants, there are asphalt companies, there are the state docks. So the people of Mobile have to leave Mobile to get to the water. Looking at Mobile from across the bay or from, you know, down the bay or up the hill above the bay, you see those cranes moving things, uh, you see the battleships being built. It's just, it's sort of ever-present. Alabama with her 16-inch guns. A shell launch for one of these things can fly as far as 27 miles away. Launched in February of 1942, just months after Pearl Harbor, she served in the South Atlantic and the South Pacific. In September of 1945, the Alabama sailed into Tokyo Bay, streamers and flags flying. battleship embodied the superpower that emerged from the ashes of that war and now she sits forever at harbor ben's probably spent as much time on this water as the alabama has he's searched up and down mobile bay's rivers and the inlets his team literally found the slave ship clotilda like they swam down into the mud and found it There have only been 13 slave ships ever found anywhere in the world. Out of 20,000 ships that carried enslaved people from Africa to Brazil, England, here. So all by itself, it's an incredibly important historical artifact, internationally significant. So this ship is the story of everybody whose family came here in the hold of a boat. And that's what makes it so powerful. It is sort of the American slave story all in one. Fifty years after the federal government banned international slave trade, one Alabama plantation owner sent a boat to West Africa anyway. The Clotilda snuck into Mobile Bay in 1860 with more than 100 men and women chained in the hold. It was done illegally. And once they got us here, and we got off ship, they wanted to cover their tracks. And so they hid it, and they set it on fire and let it burn. Apollo is an artist from Mobile Bay. He teaches history with his murals. I'll never turn back. 
of liberation. Knowledge is key to where you have been. It's going to determine where you go. And if you don't know where you've been, how can you go forward? It's a liberation in a sense as well, because it's like we, we're, we're going to be able to see, you know, where we came from and where our community is now. It's giving us a sense of identity of where we come from. To me, we're keeping it alive. <laughs> The Clotilda is an artifact of our collective past, a talisman of our collective memory. That's why, then, its discovery is so damn important. Just north of downtown Mobile, Africatown was founded by Clotilda survivors after the Civil War. Their descendants still live here. It feels like community. When you come out here, it feels like this is where, we're, like the sign says, we're here, we're home. You know, you, it feels like home. Soon, a new museum built around the Clotilda will rise in their backyard. Apollo isn't waiting on that museum. We have to facilitate change. You can't just say, let's change and, and think it's, it's going to be something out of it. You actually have to facilitate it. And I think that what we've done to make people look, to make people ask questions, why, how did this happen, who are these people? The ship itself, lost for 160 years in these swamps, was this ghost. And sometimes the only way you can deal with a ghost like that is to pull it up out of the mud and let it see the light of day. South of the city, Biola Battery is a fishing village. You can reach it by driving a narrow highway, past a Buddhist temple decked out in red and gold, and a drawbridge painted battleship gray. By water, though, is the best approach. Seen from a boat, this place reveals itself. South Asian people now work out of this little port. Cambodians and Laotians and lots of Vietnamese who came to the U.S. after our military pulled out of their country. They arrived in a new world with nothing but the fishing skills they'd learned back home. They knew how to leave land and go to sea. And so now those waters are their workplaces. Those docks are their homes. This is Mobile in the fall of 2021, a place whose past is becoming its future. In that strange way, life is forever a circle. It feels right that we're down on the coast telling you about breakfast to show the start of a new day, a time of hope and courage. Living in Mobile and fighting to not let your history stay hidden or leaving the land daily on uncertain waters demand those same things hope and courage. Yeah, perfect. You see this Don Perignon? I'm offering this to the next team that goes unbeat. But all over the land on this Sunday night, the champagne corks have been popping. <laughs> champagne on ice somewhere! So come get this champagne. All you got to do is beat everybody. <laughs> Can you believe this? Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas. You guys look great. Once I turn 40... Let me guess. Less energy? Less drive? Definitely. It's not your fault. It happens to every man. Testosterone levels drop as you age. It happened to you guys? Yep. So what did you do? We, we got, got new genetics total tea. tea. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help increase testosterone levels. Nugenics is the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster in the USA, number one at GNC, and number one at Walmart. But you can only get your complimentary bottle by texting DUAL to 369-369. That does it. I gotta get Nugenics. Just send a text. Yeah, for a complimentary bottle. And by the way, 
She'll like it, too. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics now. Text DUAL to 369-369. Text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean absolutely free. That's DUAL to 369-369. wanted us to make promos and I thought that we should use their time and money to tell people where to go eat barbecue. We're going to talk about a place where I've never been and that you talk about all the time. So tell me about Greenbergs in Tyler, Texas. The Greenbergs isn't really a barbecue place. It's a place that smokes meat really well. All right. So if I want to get something from Greenbergs, how do I do that? You call them up, they ship you a turkey. When you get the turkey, you open it up. There are like knife slits all through the turkey, and that's when they push in the spice mix. And then the turkey itself is like licorice black. Like it is the smokiest thing of all the barbecue we've talked about. This is the smokiest thing that's going to go in your mouth. So when's the first time you ever had one of these turkeys? My daddy started to order them in the 80s. I've been eating these for 40 years now. This is defined for me what I think Thanksgiving tastes like. Town, closer to the interstate from the water, Cozy Brown's is a steam table restaurant in Pritchard. Open seven days a week from six in the morning to six at night. Sharon Giles has worked here for over a quarter of a century. Regulars call her Puddin'. Officially, everybody calls me Puddin'. Everybody called me Puddin'. I don't even think nobody know my name. <laughs> if you wasn't going to ask somebody about Sharon, they're going to say, who are you talking about? She fried the fish I'm about to eat and just about everything else that comes out of these kitchens. I'm going to do the cornbread, macaroni, peach cobbler, potato salad, anything you want to eat. All that's coming out of your hands? Yes, sir. She hops back and forth between three different kitchens here. began as a fish market. To keep up, the owner kept adding on kitchens to make a kind of compound with that patty at the center. One kitchen is just for breakfast. She's faithful. She's honest. She's, she's working the register she a lot of the time. She, yeah. she, she do it all. She's yeah. back there washing dishes before, and I had to go and get somebody to come and wash the dishes. But she's back there washing dishes. She, anywhere she sees a problem or pile up, well, she's right there. She do it all. Fried and cornmeal served on a bed of ground corn. Fish and grits is a birthright food here. Cozy Browns defines the dish in the broadest way. If I want grits and I want fish on top, you can get it year-round. Walk the line and make your choice. Cheese grits are regular, with gravy made from cooking pork chops or chicken legs. All served at prices that embarrass the fast food houses. Tell me about Mr. Brown. It's like family. More fun and games than an amusement park arcade. 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. He grew up nearby and delivered moonshine as a boy. That's no kind of future. So he left home, wandering, picking tomatoes from Florida to Virginia and back, moving with the seasons. Like a lot of wanderers, he ended up back where he started. He opened this restaurant 45 years ago, and it's here that he first found a home. 
I don't like for my people to come here and leave the same way they came, you know, if they got problems. I feel, a good place to change them. Right. And I feel like if they don't change, well, I don't feel God. All right, fellas, what's going on? This is a ministry, a church of fish and grits. Good morning, good morning. He feeds people who are hungry. He helps people who are lost find their way. You know, I just give them chances over and over. And I always felt that the Lord brought me back here to uh, help my people. Money ain't everything. And sometimes just the depreciation and knowing that you helped that person and they really appreciated it, then... That's more than any kind of money you can have. He's famous for feeding all comers on Christmas and for walking the parking lot with a wad of cash. Handing out money to almost anyone who needs it. On June 16, 2016, at around 9.45 at night, a 20-year-old named Darnell Bernard Tillman shot Mr. Brown during a robbery attempt. Oh, yeah, this is about where it happened. I came out that door, and the young man was like over here. When I went to get in the truck, he said, give me your wallet, or I'm going to kill you. And I says, what? I said, I don't have a wallet. So I told him, this is all I have. And when he reached at that, and I said, Lord, you got to be with me, because I'm going at him. And that's when I grabbed the gun, and the gun went off hit me right here under my left chest and uh and the bullet came out on the top of my shoulder i was out here on this concrete here we scuffled him he, he was 20 years old and i'm 75 <laughs> and you won oh yeah the, shot. the spirit of god don't never get old so after this boy shot you yeah what'd you do when we went to court, went before the judge, the judge asked me what did I want to do with him. And I told him to put him on uh, probation and give him to me, and I'll give him a job and uh, try to be a father to him that he never had. Mr. Brown's response was to try and mentor the dude who shot him in the stomach. See, if you're going to be real, you got to be real. You're going to have to have love, compassion, and forgiveness. But that's just the way I am. Now, I don't know whether it worked for everybody else, but it works for me. It's funny how life works sometimes. Mr. Brown found himself when he opened this restaurant. And now he uses his restaurant to offer the same salvation to his people. Well, see, this is what I do. I speak to my customers and make sure that everything's okay. Turn the other cheek. Take a bullet for your fellow man. That's Mr. Brown. Bay remains a place of work and play, of beach bars spending off nature and developers, of communities looking to the past for new futures.